Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Well, hey, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Your Next Best Step podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about radical responsibility. Yes, radical responsibility. We are heading into the second quarter of the year, finishing out the first quarter, and there has been a lot that has happened and a lot that has transitioned. And as much as we take time to plan in the beginning of the year for our full year, we also need to make sure that we are taking time to plan each quarter out. I am one that is all about creating that annual plan. And I like to call that like the journey or the marathon and then have quarterly, break it into quarters. And I like to call those more like that sprints, those day trips. So you have your journey that you're going on for the entire year, but you have your little day trips here and there throughout the quarter that gets you closer to that journey that you're making, that annual, those annual goals that you set. But the thing is, is that just because you set the annual goal, and then you have a plan for the quarter doesn't mean that you can't go back and make changes to it. Doesn't mean that you can't go back and make adjustments and course correct, which is what a lot of people think. They think we set this plan, we have these goals, and they stay so focused on the goal and so focused on the plan that then when it doesn't happen, they freak out. What I always tell people is when you set those goals and when you set that plan, set it and then detach from it and make sure that you are taking radical responsibility in the journey that you're going on to get from point A to point B. And point B is making that goal or that plan or whatever happen. But a lot of people get lost in the weeds and a lot of people get lost in the day-to-day and answering emails and delegating tasks and looking at problems as problems and getting stuck on them that they forget about the journey that they're on and taking that radical responsibility to make sure that that journey that we're the things that we're doing along the way to on that journey that get us or take us in the direction that we want to go. Okay. And get us from point A to point B. And it's funny. I'm going to pause this for a second. Someone pointed out to me that I say, okay, a lot. And I swear, I swear it is my Pennsylvania Dutch heritage because I realized my dad says it. My uncle says it, and they, I mean, my uncle really has a thick, thick, thick Pennsylvania Dutch accent. So does my father. 
Not as much. Um, my my father's side is um, Ukrainian and Polish. My mother's side is the Pennsylvania Dutch side. But I realized that I say okay a lot, and I didn't even realize it. So it's from my Pennsylvania Dutch background. So if you hear me say okay a lot, I don't know. I'm going to have to break myself of it. All right, enough of that. So let's go back to radical responsibility for what we're doing. And that doesn't mean, I had a conversation with a client last week. It's a bunch of managers. And I talked about this radical responsibility. There's two things that make or break a CEO or make or break a business or an entrepreneur. And what that is, is number one, taking responsibility for every single thing that happens in the business. Number two is staying in integrity with yourself. So if you say you're going to do something, you tell yourself you're going to do something, you do it, as well as staying in integrity with other people. So if you tell someone else that you're going to do something, then you do it. And if you can't, you make sure that you talk to them in advance and let them know that you can't do it and then either reschedule, decommit, whatever it is that you need to do. But let's back up and let's talk about this responsibility piece. So I'm having this meeting with this group of managers and we're talking about, because there was a lot of breakdowns that were happening in this management group. There's a lot of finger pointing. There was a lot of people dropping the ball on things. There was a lot of people wanting to not stay in their own lane and getting out of getting in their own way in being successful in their job and doing the things that they're supposed to be doing in their job. That's part of their role. And I said, you all need to have radical responsibility in your role and in this business. And what that means is we are in the business of providing value for our customers. We are in the business of solving problems for our team, for customers, for the business. And you need to take responsibility for in your role and in the business. And they looked at me and they said, so if somebody doesn't do their job, somebody's not doing their job, that means that we need to take responsibility because they didn't do it. And I said, no. And that is a misconception that a lot of people have, is that when you say you need to take full responsibility as a business owner for everything that happens in the business, or you need to take full responsibility for the results that happen in the business or the results that happen in your department, those are results that happen with your team, it doesn't mean that you're taking responsibility for other people not doing their job. What you need to do is you need to take radical responsibility for consistently solving problems. You need to take radical responsibility for making sure that your team has the resources and the things that they need in order for them to be successful. You also need to take responsibility that if someone doesn't have the training or if you have an employee that's slipping and that isn't doing the job that they need to do, it is your responsibility to either course correct, to train, to part ways, whatever needs to happen. Because if it's impacting the business negatively, it is your responsibility to solve that problem. And problems are only solutions in disguise. Problems are opportunities that are underneath something that we need to uncover. And if we take full 
radical responsibility, then we're able to uncover those opportunities that are problems, right? So also taking radical responsibility means that we're taking it for ourselves, meaning that we are focusing on the right things that need to get done to get us from point A to point B to help us to achieve those goals that we want to achieve. And when I explained it to this group of managers, I said, you are not responsible for a failing employee. You are not responsible for an employee that isn't getting their work done. You're not responsible for that piece. However, you are responsible to say, did I do enough training? Did I give this person enough guidance so that they could be successful, so that they could get things done? Or did I do, did I focus on the high level looking at a project and saying, these are the things that need to be done and empowering the team to get things done? Or was I a control master who tried to do it all myself and thought that I was, I needed to be involved in everything and therefore we get stuck in the weeds, right? We get stuck in the, in the everyday checking emails, you know, delegating tasks, managing tasks, um, constantly looking over people's shoulders and we're not taking responsibility for the things that we really need to do to move our business forward. And it's a common thing. It sounds so, it probably sounds so simple now that, I mean, I'm sitting here talking about it, but it is a common, common, common thing. Because for some reason, people have, when we get into business, and I don't know if this is a corporate leftover or what, but we are hardwired and programmed that the busier we are, the more successful we're going to be. The busier we are in our day, the harder we work, the more we do, the more successful we're going to be. And what I have found to be true in myself, in my own business, as well as all of the many businesses that I've coached over the past decade, that's just not true. It does not happen. And the more I have found that people who work themselves silly, working these crazy amounts of hours, working super hard when we dig into what they're actually doing. More often than not, probably 95% of the things that they have on their list, they shouldn't even be doing. Their team could be doing, it could be outsourced, it could be delegated to somebody else um, on a management team. You know, And when we go back and we look at their calendar, it's like there's so much free time to do or there should be more free time to do the things that they really need to do, the things that they need to be responsible for. And especially as we are going into quarter two, we are finishing out quarter one. And as I said, there's been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of things that have happened in the world. There's been a lot of shifts. There's been a lot of challenges that have come up. We need to make sure that we are taking radical responsibility in solving these problems. And it doesn't mean, because when problems come up, and I've heard this a lot, I get the phone calls a lot, where, oh my gosh, costs are going up. They're going up. I mean, I had one customer who their costs went up like 10%. It was crazy. And it's this focusing so heavily on the problem and just kind of having it completely 
completely take them down instead of looking at it and saying, what can we do to fix this? What is the solution here? How can we look at this situation differently? And what can we do next to make sure that we're consistently moving the dial, moving the needle forward, moving the boat forward towards the direction that we want to go, which is the direction of our goals and the things that we want to achieve. So when we take radical responsibility, right? As I said, okay, there it goes again, okay. Um, As I said, it does not mean that when we have a poor performing employee that we take responsibility for the fact that they're not doing their job. No. So what it means is these three things. And I want you to think about this in when you are looking at your, what do you want to do for the next quarter? Reviewing your annual plan and your annual goals and looking at, all right, what happened in quarter one? What didn't go so well and what went really well? Then to say, what do we want to do in quarter two? What do we need to do differently? What do we need to do to take our team, our employees, and our business from being good or being excellent to being extraordinary, to being iconic? What do we need to do? What do I, as a business owner, or I, as a leader, or I, as a manager, what do I need to take radical responsibility in to make sure that this happens. So there are three things. And as I said, many people, and I saw it this morning, I got an email, (laughs) another story. I got an email from another client and they have this really phenomenal program that I help them to design in their business. Um, And it is a, they are a product-based business. And what we did is we took what they had knowledge in. All right. And we took their, because they're a restaurant. So we took what they were very well known for and we packaged it into an offer that we could then take that and teach customers, the community, you know, vendors, whatever, take it and package their knowledge and then use that as a program that they could sell. And they had sent me a message and said, you know, we need to uh, focus on what we're doing uh, this week for that was related to this particular program and the person that they now have that is kind of in charge of it. And I'm reading from the leadership team and I'm reading their notes on what this person who is heading up this program what they need to do. And I was looking at it and this is supposed to be a strategic, this is what we're doing for the next quarter. And I'm looking at it and all it consisted of, all it consisted of was just tasks. Not necessarily looking at it and saying, where do we want to go? What do we want to do in this next quarter? Where do we want to go? How do we want to move this program forward? And then breaking it down into what do we need to do? What are the individual tasks and who are going to do them? And I'm just thinking about it and I'm thinking, okay, so if we're just assigning tasks to people, we're just assigning, you know, random tasks 
that this person is doing. This person is supposed to be in charge of growing this program, but you're not giving them any guidance on how to grow the program. You're just telling them these are the tasks that you need to do every Wednesday, every Thursday, you know, whatever. Like, number one, how are you as the business leader or that person's manager, how are you taking responsibility, radical responsibility in the growth of that specific program and making sure that you are doing what you can to empower that person to grow into that role and empower them to build that area of the business. So again, it's, it's very, it's very, very common, very common for people to look at this and their version of strategy isn't really strategy and forward thinking. It's more, what do we need to do in this current circumstance and what tasks need to be given out instead of looking forward and saying, where do we want to go and what do we need to do to get there? So let's go back. Radical responsibility. So what can you start doing or what do you need to do to start taking radical responsibility as you are planning out your second quarter goals and the second quarter projects that you need to do and how you're going to reach or continue to reach towards that ultimate goal that you have. So the first one is, is that we need to take our focus and we need to supercharge it. We need to elevate it above wherever you are right now. And what I mean by that is looking at what you're doing and saying to yourself, am I focusing on what's most important? Am I focusing on what's most important? Like, am I really doing that? Do I have it like every day? Am I just putting out fires all day long with a sprinkler? Or am I actually like, taking, looking at these problems and saying, how can we come up with solutions and finding the opportunities in those problems? So getting hyper-focused on what is it that you're trying to accomplish, not managing the business in whatever is happening in this, at this time, at, at, during this day, during this moment, but where do, is it that, I, that we really want to go and how are we going to get there? That's what I mean by elevating your focus, putting it on supercharge, like just make it hyper-focused. You know, I, last week I had a, another client meeting and I was having a conversation with this business owner and he was talking about one of his, a leader in one of his businesses. And he said to me, well, their focus is keeping the core intact. And I looked at him and I said, well, wait a minute. <laughs> their focus is keeping the core intact and making sure that they're protecting the core. Okay. And in doing that, how is that helping you go forward? And in fact, what it's doing is it's helping you go backwards. And who wants to go backwards, right? So getting hyper-focused on what's important, not protecting like saying, I'm going to protect it because what do you do? You end up trying to control everything. And then what happens? The energy can't grow. It can't spread and people aren't empowered. So making sure that you are elevating your focus beyond wherever you are today and you are focused on forward moving and not focused on, okay, this is the here and now. 
and that's all we can see. So number two is you got to get better with your calendar. And that goes along with the getting super hyper-focused. So I have a mentor and they talk about planning out, you know, your calendar and you have your, your CEO calendar and they talk about switching that calendar up frequently. So if you say, I'm going to block my time and this is how I'm going to block it. I'm going to block it so that I'm doing like every day I have this chunk of time to do this. And every day that I have this chunk, chunk of time to do this. If you're going through a period of time and your calendar isn't working for you, don't keep it like that. If those blocks of time that you have in your schedule aren't working, don't keep it that way. And that was a big mistake that I made for years is I would just constantly say, this is my morning routine. This is what I'm doing. And, and I would get, start getting through the day and I would miss things because I ended up getting wrapped up in something else. And then what did I do? I felt like, oh, like I just ruined the day. And I, but instead of changing it to maybe something better that would work, I left it the same way. So day after day, week after week, I'm going through this saying, why am I not getting anything done? And I see this a lot in clients of mine. One of the things that you get when you work with me is you get the same planner I'm using. So if I switch planners, you get the new one that I'm using because whatever I'm using at the, I never recommend anything that I haven't used myself, but whatever I'm using, I want someone else. I want my clients to use the same thing because as I'm learning, they can learn. So we look at, we go back and we look at their schedule and we, we figure out what their CEO schedule is going to be, what their, you know, ideal day is going to look like. All right. So that they can get things done and they can do the things that they need to do. And we plan it out and then we get it all set. And then the next week, it completely bottoms out and goes to crap. And they end up getting nothing done. Why? Because they fill their calendar up with junk. They fill their calendar up that really doesn't have anything to do with the things that they need to focus on. They overcommit to meetings. They end up, they plan things on their calendar that they know they can't keep. And then what ends up happening? They just, they just don't do it and they let it fall. And when they do that, what are they doing? They are not taking responsibility. So looking at your calendar and saying, do I have too much stuff on here? Do I have too many things that don't really align with the core pieces or the core focus that I need to be focused on? And that might be developing a new product. It might be, you know, finding new vendors. <clears throat> it might be, um, you know, building a new marketing plan to get new customers through the door. Whatever that looks like, if you're not focusing your energy on those things, whatever those core things are that you need to focus on, and you're filling your day with everything else, but, well, you're not taking responsibility for your own calendar. And what you're doing is you're self-sabotaging. You are setting yourself up to fail because if you're not creating blocks of time and chunks of time in your day that you are getting things done that you need to get done to make you feel more fulfilled, but to also continue to move the goals of the business forward, well, you're setting yourself up for failure. So you want to get better with your calendar. And if you need to scrap the whole thing as far as this is what my ideal week did look like. If you need to scrap the whole thing and start again, then so be it. 
and so be it. It's okay. The third thing is, is, and this goes along with the other two, is focusing on more things that you can do that will align with the growth of the business, the vision that you have and the goals that you have. And normally that means doing less. It means doing less of the in the weeds work. It means doing more of the project work, looking at the projects, managing the projects, but not doing all of the nitty gritty details that are included in the project. Looking on how you can empower people to handle those details and you can continue to work on those projects that are going to lead to exponential growth, right? So it's doing, it's, it's doing more of those small, those, those important things. And normally those important things are only three things. So focusing more on that and less on the in the weed stuff the stuff that you can delegate, you can empower others to do, you can let go and let let off of your plate so that you can focus on what's really, really important. So when we do these three things, when we can elevate our focus, when we can get really much better with our calendar and design a calendar that works for us, and when we look at doing more of those important things, and there should only be three of them, and less of the stuff that is really, you know, getting us in the day-to-day operations and detail. When we can do that, that's how we can start to really take radical responsibility for what is happening in our business. That's how we're able to look at problems as solutions in disguise and opportunities that would have never been uncovered before. And that's also when we are able to take our business to the next level. So I hope this helped you. And if you're working on your uh, quarter two planning, which I hope you are, that you will take this stuff into consideration, looking at what has worked and what hasn't worked. If you haven't gotten the results that you wanted to get so far in quarter one, we're always going to have stuff that happens. We're always going to have things that come up. That's just life. That's business but it's how we deal with it. It's how we look at things. It's how we course correct and adjust so that we can get back on track. We can get back on our path and we can continue moving forward towards the things that we want to achieve. When we don't do that and we continue doing the same things over and over again that aren't working, that are holding us back, that are hindering our growth, that's when we end up going backwards and we continue to get ourselves frustrated and wonder why we're not achieving the things that we want to achieve. So I hope this helped you. I hope that this episode helped you if you are working on your quarter two planning. And if you would also like to, I am opening up space in my one-to-one program and working with me one-to-one to help to fix your business, to help you get back on track, to look at where Maybe you have holes in your business where maybe things have broken down so that we can create the breakthroughs that you're looking for. We can get your business more profitable. We can build that high impact team and we can really get the business functioning like a well-oiled machine. 
then definitely if you want to go to teresacantley.com forward slash um, assessment, wait, revenue, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't even remember my own link, teresacantley.com forward slash revenue. You want to go ahead, there's a few, uh, couple simple questions that you can answer to um, give me a better idea of where you are in your business and you can, and also at the same time apply to working with me. Um, we can set up a call and just have a short conversation about maybe what's happening and also some things that you can do to start turning stuff around. And then also you can find a little bit more, find out a little bit more about what it's like to work with me. So, but until then, I hope that, that, that this episode helped you. Um, I hope that you got some good tips and that you're ready for your quarter two planning. And if you want, leave me some comments below so I know, um, you know, what was the most, the biggest takeaway that you had, what was most helpful. And also, I would love to hear what you're doing to start taking radical responsibility in your business. So until then, have a great rest of your week and I will see you soon. Bye for now. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get you know five stars, it en it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review and also tell me what you love. Tell me what you, what you want to hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.